Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. So we got some things that I want to talk about today. Um, so as you guys know, I've been on vacation. Um, it's been a lot going on back home in Minnesota. So I decided to get the kids and go away and they picked Florida. And, you know, I like Florida. I come here every now and then. It's been a while since I've been on vacation. Now, now to be fair, the last time I was here was in 2019 at NeNe at Nene Leakes' event. And I haven't really traveled since then because of all these COVID restrictions and everybody being on lockdown and everything else. But I've noticed a lot of just weird shit that's gone on while being on vacation and just, you know, with other people that I spoke about. And I feel like a lot of these companies are taking advantage of this so-called COVID situation. Now, a lot of people think that, you know, Florida is in the South and people are just free to come and go maskless and everything else. That's really not the case. I don't care what's being said on the news. They're making you wear a mask in every building, in the elevator, throughout the hotel. Damn it, I saw people swimming, swimming in the damn ocean with a mask on. It's like, really? Can you take the mask off? You're outside. No one's near you. I mean, it's gotten that bad to where we've been conditioned. But one thing I've noticed is that the customer service and the price hikes are ridiculous. And they're using the whole guise of COVID. So we've been staying in this suite. And they're like, oh, well, we really can't come and clean your room every day. You have to call us and let us know 24 hours in advance to come clean. And so I'll call them like, hey, we need more bath towels. We need more this and that. And they literally just come to the door. They're standing like two feet away with their mask on. And they just, you know, literally chuck the towels at you. Like, here you go. I'm like, so is nobody going to come in here and clean? You know, we're having to set the trash outside. I'm like, y'all are using a lot of excuses for COVID to just not do what you're supposed to do. So with that being said, there's a lot of folks here, too, from the Twin Cities. So my homegirl, uh, she flew down here. There's a few people. A lot of people from Minnesota are here for some reason. So we've all been kicking it and wandering the streets and everything else. So um, we were getting ready to take an Uber, and they've totally changed the structure of Uber. Now, before, you could have up to four, sometimes five people in just a regular car because somebody could sit in the passenger side. But now what Uber is saying is that for the safety of the driver, you cannot sit next to them. Everybody has to be in the back seat and they will only allow three people in the back seat. So you can't even squeeze in four people. Um, So you can either order Uber for a three-seater or a five-seater. But get this, the price of Uber is ridiculous. Now, I was here in 2017 for my birthday, me, my sister, and my bestie, And we all came down here to South Beach and we kicked it for the weekend. We took Ubers everywhere, okay? Even though I had a damn rental car, it didn't make sense because there was no parking. So we took Ubers everywhere. Those Ubers cost between $5 and $10 to go to where we needed to go on South Beach. But what I've noticed now, just to go from like South Beach to downtown Miami, because we went on some of the tours and things like that, they were literally charging $89 for an Uber ride. It's like, are you kidding me? To go 10 minutes up the street, 89 bucks? And it doesn't matter if you had three people with you or if it's just yourself. My girl, when she came to come visit us in our room, 
she took an Uber back to where her room was at. It cost her 80 bucks. And their excuse is, oh, we had to raise the rates because of COVID. Oh, we had to raise the rates because it's more busy. So a lot of these companies are taking advantage. Even in Minnesota, like when you know, we go to the dealership to go get things done on the car. Usually there's snacks, there's tea, there's coffee. All, all of that stuff isn't put up supposedly due to COVID. It's like, what the hell are y'all talking about? You know, I ordered a uh, DoorDash. They couldn't come up here because supposedly due to COVID. So then I had to go all the way downstairs to go get my food. You know, it's like everything is being supposedly behind COVID and it's starting to piss me the hell off because the thing is we're paying even more money for stuff, but for less service. And it's really insane when you think about it. So um, I just wanted to come on here and talk about just the, the push and the propaganda that I'm seeing. And so y'all have been on it in the Discord. Shout out to my Discord family. I mean, the if you have not been in the COVID facts and conspiracies chat room, Definitely make sure you go and check it out because the information, the wealth of information in there is just amazing. And so there's just been so many different articles that I want to point out to you guys. So here goes one right here. 5,800 fully vaccinated people have tested positive for COVID-19. The next article says women blood clotting death in NSW likely linked to the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. This next one says they don't even care to hide the lies anymore. And it says CDC vaccinated people should still avoid travel, even though you've been vaccinated. This is the one that really disturbed when I seen this. It says that the St. Vincent volcano evacuation ships only open to COVID-19 vaccinated residents. How is this okay? And I talked about this last week in my stream about all these volcanoes that have been erupting all over the world. And so they're really, so now they're saying that they're only going to help people who can show that they have been vaccinated. That is sickening that people are being denied health and medical care and, you know, supplies and things that they need if they cannot prove that they're vaccinated. This is coming to a state near you. If they're doing this already in St. Vincent and over there in the UK and in Ireland and other places like that, it's definitely going to roll out here. Um, another article that was posted, Brazil urges women to delay pregnancy until the coronavirus pandemic has passed over new claims of a new variant is more dangerous to expectant mothers. Now, this same variant that they're saying is super dangerous, they're also saying it's more dangerous to teenagers and young people. It's insane. Let me go ahead and read to you guys one more. Now, this last one says a third Pfizer shot is likely, says CEO. Okay. So remember, it was supposed to be two shots. You get one, then you wait, I think, two weeks and you get your second shot. Like I said, many people in my family, they've had to get the shot because of their job. A lot of my, you know, subscribers have had to get it, not because they wanted to, but because of their job. Some people got it just because they're like, fuck it. I want to just, you know, be free and be able to go here and there. But it seems to me like they keep moving the goalposts. And this is really disturbing because, again, like I said, I'm down here in Florida. And you would think with all the folks who have been vaccinated, you could come and go as you want. You know, you got the vaccine shot, but that's not the case. They're still telling folks to wear a mask and, you know, to not travel. Well, what is the whole point of people getting this vaccine if it's not, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be a cure-all, but that'd be like telling folks, well, you got the flu shot, now you need to sit at home, you can't do nothing, even though I got the flu shot. 
Isn't that the point of a vaccine that you're supposed to be able that you're supposed to be able to still live your normal life and, you know, do your day to day? And that doesn't seem to be happening. I feel like they keep moving the goalposts. So for me, when I see the goalposts being moved and they're saying, even though you have the vaccine, you still need to wear a mask. Even though you have the vaccine, only three people can be in this Uber. Even though you have the vaccine, you can only do this and that. So it's almost like, well, what is the real, what, what's the real tea? I want to get down to the nitty gritty. What is really going on here? Because to me, it's no longer about this vaccine. To me, it just, it seems a lot more sinister. Now, if you guys do not know, over the weekend, they have been promoting this like since Thursday, that NBC was going to have this whole um, live special called Roll Up Your Sleeves. And it was being hyped, especially to the Black community, honey. And um, Sierra was one of the main celebrities, her and her husband, Russell Wilson. They were there. They were promoting it and telling folks, you know, to come watch the special and encouraging people to be vaccinated. Um, Michelle Obama was there, President Obama, um, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley. It was like a big shindig and it went down yesterday. I didn't watch it. I've just been watching the clips um, that were sent to me. So I want you guys to go ahead and just check out some of this. And I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. The COVID-19 vaccines are made to save lives and bring back the moments we all miss most. That's why we're teaming up with Attention and Civic Nation on April 18th for a special night of entertainment on NBC. We're going to encourage America to get vaccinated. Tune in to Roll Up Your Sleeves at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and learn more at madetosave.org. Love about it. Listen, uh, I appreciate you guys doing this. You know, part of our goal here is to make sure that everybody who's been going through so much in COVID understands the need and the urgency of our communities getting vaccinated. Michelle and I, we've been lucky. Michelle's mom, she just stayed put in Chicago, didn't leave her apartment. You know, the girls, as frustrating as it was, they, you know, really followed. Uh, protocol in terms of making sure that they took this seriously. Now, as the vaccine becomes more available, I want to make sure that our communities, particularly ones African-American, Latino, as well as young people, understand that this will save lives and allow people to get their lives back to normal. And the, the sooner we get more people vaccinated, the better off we're going to be. Mr. President, I get my second vaccine shot tomorrow. I Good. cannot wait. I think it's important for us to keep talking about the vaccine. So I'm telling all my friends, yo, man, forget what happened back in the day. Every black person, uh, please go out and get vaccinated. I am vaccinated. Uh, my family has underlying conditions. They're also vaccinated. But I'm not worried about me or my family. I'm worried about the average mom and dad. First of all, a lot of the underlying conditions, things like diabetes, uh, you know, folks who, who've got pre-existing conditions, there is more of that in communities of color than there is generally, which means we're more vulnerable. Number two, a lot of young people think, well, you know what, even if I get COVID, it's going to be like a bad cold. But part of what we're seeing now is there's a different strain of the virus has come over. That's now the dominant variant, and it's actually hitting young people harder than the original version. We don't know the kinds of long-term effects that we're having. There's some folks who get it. And six months later, they're still not feeling quite right. 
part of the reason to get vaccinated is because it makes everybody safer. And it's the same reason why, by the way, you know, we don't have things like polio anymore. Measles used to kill people all the time. The reason we don't see that is because kids get vaccine before they even go to school. And the last point I'll make, you know, Chuck, you mentioned history about things like Tuskegee. The irony is when you know about the Tuskegee experiment, what was going on there was the government withheld treatment that was available for black men for syphilis. It wasn't that they made them sick by giving them medicine. It's that they didn't give them medicine they needed. And so here's a situation where if the medicine's available, we need to take it. And uh, look, if the wealthy and the powerful in our society are all lining up to get shots, that means everybody should know it's a good thing to get. So today's show sponsor is eWeLife.com. I've tried a lot of different omega-3 supplements, and I have to say that eWe is one of the best I've ever used. Their secret is algae, and it's on a whole nother level compared to plain fish oil. Fish and krill get their omega-3s by consuming algae. That makes algae the original and best source of omega-3s. With eWe, you skip the middle fish altogether. Now, you know the old saying that oil and water don't mix. With eWe's form of algae, it leads to 50% more absorption than fish, krill, and other algae oils. It is the world's highest absorption of any omega-3s, so don't be fooled by imitators. Not all algae is created equal. Ewe's patented formula goes straight into your bloodstream for more absorption and more health benefits. So give Ewe a try and you're going to love it as much as I do. That's why I have arranged for all my listeners to get this amazing offer. You can only get it here for a limited time. You can save 30% off of your purchase by going to ewelife.com slash slow. Use promo code SIPSLOW at checkout and be sure to watch a really cool video that shows how Ewe is better absorbed by our bodies. Once again, that's I-W-I-L-I-F-E dot com slash SIPSLOW. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So make sure you guys check them out when you get a chance. All right, so you guys just saw the clip of Sierra and her husband promoting the show. You guys saw the conversation with Charles Barkley, President Obama, and Shaquille O'Neal. And there was a lot of people. When I tell you that the damn celebrity list was long, okay? It was a lot of people involved in this. And I'm not feeling this, okay? First and foremost, celebrities are not medical professionals at all. So the fact that these people are talking, these media personalities and, and celebrities are pushing this propaganda and telling people you need to be vaccinated and, you know, this is going to help you and things will get back to normal. This is a good thing. You're not a doctor. You're not licensed. So you shouldn't be telling me anything. I want to hear from licensed doctors and practitioners and people who understand the vaccine. I don't need advice from Sierra, Shaquille O'Neal, or anybody else on what I need to do with my body. I've never seen propaganda like this. And I'm not blaming them because we understand they're just tools and they're just being used by the establishment. But I've never seen propaganda like this that's so pushed on people. I've never seen the flu vaccine push like this. I've never seen so much research go into something so quickly. Meanwhile, HIV is out here still rampant. There's no HIV tracking list, you know, of who's out here spreading what. But there's a track list you know, that they have now of people who've had coronavirus. 
and you can find out who's had it and things like that and things that track you in your phone that have to do with this virus. So I find that very, you know, I just find the whole situation crazy. They're calling it the roll up your sleeves campaign. They need to call it the pull down your pants campaign because we're all going to be screwed in the end if this propaganda just keeps up. It doesn't make sense. Again, I'm not against people getting the vaccine. That's never been my stance. I believe the virus is real. There are people who have been sick. There are people I've known personally who've gotten, you know, COVID-19. So it's not a theory or a conspiracy. It's definitely real. But what has always bothered me is the propaganda and the push. Because last time I checked, with any vaccine, you were free to get it or not get it. Okay? The flu shot. You can either get it every winter or not get it. For years, I got the flu shot. And then like 10 years ago, I just stopped getting it because I saw the woman on TV walking backwards and she was all fucked up after she got the flu shot. So I stopped and I have never gotten the flu. But again, to each its own, because I've also had a family member, a young child, a cousin of mine die from catching the flu. So it's real. So I'm not saying that, you know, you can't die from the flu. It's hit us personally where this young girl lost her life. So it's very real. But at the end of the day, it was, it's a choice on the people who want to get vaccinated or not, you know, with the flu and other vaccines. But it seems like with this C-19 situation, you don't have a choice. They're making it so uncomfortable that you are going to run and go get that vaccine, even if you don't work in the medical field, even if your job doesn't require it. People just want to go back to normal. People want to go to the stadium and see the stadium packed. The boys went to a Miami Heat game yesterday, and it was like the stadium wasn't even packed like that. You know, they caught it full capacity, but there was plenty of open seats because they couldn't sell them because of the whole restriction. So it's very unnerving how much things have changed in less than a year and how things have not really gone back to normal, quote unquote, even with the vaccine. So this leads me to believe that there's something more sinister and way more deeper here than the so-called vaccine and keeping yourself safe. Um, Dr. Naomi Wolf, and I love her, she be preaching some real shit. She always speaks a lot of truth. And like I've been telling you guys for a long time now, the vaccine passport is coming down the pipeline. I was saying this a year ago, along with many other people. Well, it's no longer a conspiracy. OK, it started overseas and they're getting ready to push that here in America, where in order for you to fly and to just do the things that you enjoy, go to a restaurant, go to a club and go to things massless. OK, massless, quote unquote, you will need that vaccine passport. So she goes into great detail to talk about this and how it's going to affect us and our and affect our liberties because this vaccine passport is digital. It's something that's going to follow you. And there's a lot of things that they're going to be able to add on to that data. I mean, this is like, to me, a huge data mining conspiracy, even more than a medical tyranny conspiracy. It's more about mining people's data and keeping track of people globally. So y'all go ahead and check out what she had to say. She made a lot of dope talking points. So y'all go ahead and check this out. Thank you, Steve. I'm really happy to be here. I, I, I am not overstating this. I can't say it forcefully enough. This is literally the end of human liberty in the West if this plan unfolds as planned. Vaccine passport sounds like a fine thing if you don't understand what those platforms can do. I'm CEO of a tech company. I understand what this platform does. It's not about the vaccine. It's not about the virus. It's about your data. And once this rolls out, you don't have a choice about being part of the system. What people have to understand is that 
any other functionality can be loaded onto that platform mm. with no problem at all. And what that means is um, it can be merged with your PayPal account, with your digital currency. Microsoft uh, is already talking about merging it with um, payment plans. Your uh, networks can be sucked up. It geolocates you everywhere you go. Your credit history can be included. All of your medical history can be included. This has already happened in Israel. Yeah. And six months later, we're hearing from activists that it's a two-tier society and that basically activists are ostracized and surveilled continually. It's the end of civil society. And they're trying to roll it out around the world. And it is absolutely so much more than a vaccine pass. It is... It, I cannot stress yes. enough that it has the power to turn off your life or to turn on your life, to let you engage in society or be marginalized. And by the way, the last thing I'll say, IBM has a horrible history uh, with Nazi yes. Germany. Its subsidiary created a kind of precursor of this with punch cards that allowed the Nazis to keep lists of, again, a two-tiered society, Aryan and Jew, in such a way that they could round up Jews, round up dissidents, round up opposition leaders very, very quickly. It's catastrophic. It it cannot be allowed to continue. Wow, that was so powerful, such great information and so important for us to understand it. You really made me see it in its proper context. And the other thing it reminds me of, of course, is the Chinese regime today and the social credit system that they're using for exactly the kind of purposes that you're describing. Let's talk about how to fight this. I mean, we're completely in agreement about how appalling this is. What do you think we can do? Well, you're exactly right, Steve, to mention China. I mean, how do you keep a billion people under the thumb of a totalitarian regime that CCP can find any dis dissident within five minutes. And that can happen here literally within months. Um, how do we fight it? Well, that's a longer conversation, but I've launched uh, on my own platform a kind of freedom movement for left and right to come together to run people mm. for state senate, to run people against tyrannical governors like Gavin Newsom, my own governor, Cuomo, who's rolling out this tyrannical pass, you know, under emergency powers um, and to to really unite to, to take back our Constitution. But we have to bring lawsuits and there have to be investigations. I mean, this violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. It violates HIPAA. It violates the First Amendment. It violates the Fourth Amendment. And we have to call up an army of lawyers and fund them to, you know, bring every lawsuit, okay. but also just refuse to comply. This is brilliant. I'm so excited to hear you speak. Okay, that this will be a longer conversation. I would love to have you back and let's get really into it because this is serious. This is coming up so just as we reported just today. The Biden administration is moving forward with this. So we've got to fight it. Dr. Naomi, Wolf, no thank you so much. All. We'll see Thanks. you. All right. So you guys just heard what Dr. Naomi Wolf had to say, and they went deep with it, you know, and I love when he bought it the part about the social credit system, about the CCP and how they have, you know, the Chinese people under their thumb. You know, if you guys don't know about the social credit system, it got rolled out in China a few years ago, but it's it's crazy. I mean, they judge you based on your habits in public. If you're jaywalking, that brings down your score. If you, you know, if you're rude in public, if you spit, that brings down your score. Um, if you don't return your library books on time, just things that people were just free to do or not do are the things of yesteryear in China. 
And if your score gets so low, you will be punished. You cannot fly. You cannot leave China. Uh, your kids can get punished where they can't go to certain schools. You know, you won't be eligible for like certain credit scores and, you know, housing and things like that. So it goes really deep. And that's what it seems like they're trying to implement something like that. But they're trying to do it in the guise of COVID-19. They're trying to do it in the guise of the whole passport thing. And it's very unnerving. Now, there's another gentleman. I believe his name is Chris. He also spoke about this, too. And he went pretty deep as well. So I want you guys to go ahead and check out what he had to say about the situation. This is not this is common knowledge. And it basically outlined the lockdowns and they just gave it to each country and allowed each country to tweak it for their own people to make it more palpable for their people and to give the impression that it wasn't an international document disseminated to all countries to make it people think that every country made up their own rules. No, 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 no. The five levels of lockdown were in there. In a place like Ireland, they went level one to five. In a place like Canada, where we like colors, now we got green to gray. It's still five levels of lockdown. All the five levels are identical. They used Australia as the model for the fifth level of lockdown where you can't leave your house, you can't go any, like, can't literally do anything. And that's what they really want to do here. Well, I heard about the mandatory quarantine hotels and I knew right away it's a complete violation of our rights. And the only reason they're doing it is because they want to convince you to accept the vaccine passport. I want to stress that everything that they're doing, closing your business, closing your gym, forcing you to wear a mask, all the stuff they're doing is to try to convince you that it's a good idea for you to go along with this idea of a vaccine passport so they can vaccinate you multiple times a year, every year, and then use that as an excuse to prevent you from travel, work, congregating, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you think it's a conspiracy theory, they already have it in place in Israel, and they've already made it quite clear that if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to be relegated to small shops and grocery stores, and you're basically shunned from the rest of society. And that's what they want. They want a complete medical tyranny on you. Once you give in to medical tyranny and you do not have bodily autonomy and they can literally forcibly inject you with whatever they want as a pretense for you to live your life, are you free? Absolutely not. That's the most invasive violation of our rights thus far. And that's why they waited an entire year of demoralizing you and destroying your life and making you as hopeless as possible. So you will not just accept it, you will beg for it. That's what they're doing. They're doing psychological warfare on you to weaken you to the point where you will not only accept defeat, you will accept perpetual defeat. All right. So you guys just heard what he had to say about the vaccine passport as well. So I really think that this is why it's being ushered in. This is why they're using these celebrities and these talking points like they did with NBC's Roll Up Your Sleeve last night is to push people to go get vaccinated, to get people in this whole vaccine passport database. I really think that is the big issue. To me, it's not even so much the vaccine. I mean, we had the issues with the Johnson and Johnson and people getting blood clots. Um, somebody in the Discord said that their um, they got the vaccine and their neighbor's child got it, and that child right now is in ICU. They had some type of really bad reaction. So it's really sad. You know, I know people have gotten it. You know, they might have been kind of had flu-like symptoms for a day or two, and then they were fine. So this is not a podcast to knock people or to shame anybody or to say, oh, you got it, you're a sheep. Absolutely not. And I made that clear in our Zoom meetings that it's very easy to judge somebody for getting it when you're not in their position. You know, at the end of the day, people have their livelihoods. They have to feed themselves, take care of their families. So who am I or anybody else to say that, oh, you got the vaccine, you suck, you're a sheep and this and that. I'm not paying their bills. 
So that's not right to say that. So I would never knock somebody for having to do what complies with their job or what works best for them. You know, because there's people who have to travel and who have to do certain things and who have to work with the public, you know, and then there's other people who work from home and that's not their situation. So they can kind of fall back and hold back on getting the vaccine. But that shouldn't put us in a position to judge those who've had to get it. But what I'm saying is that I want people to look at the big picture. It's not even so much the vaccine and what's in there. I mean, there's even been stories today that Several people were injected with vaccine, what they thought was a vaccine, and it ended up being saline solution. Taking in the past 10 minutes, a rare mix-up in the vaccine process, Walgreens just confirmed they gave some people an injection of saline instead of the COVID vaccine. According to Walgreens, this happened in Monroe. We're told Walgreens reached out to all impacted patients and administered a COVID-19 vaccination as soon as the impacted patients were available to return to the pharmacy. They are investigating exactly what happened and have taken immediate steps to review the procedures. So again, we don't even know what's really in there. But that aside, to me, I want people to look at the big picture. And I feel like the big picture why they're pushing this so hard is because they're going to roll out the vaccine passport and get everybody into the database. And this really boils down to data mining and being able to see where everybody's at, what their health status is, you know, their their marital status, their kids, you know, just to have this whole database on people. It all started with Facebook. But remember, a lot of people are jumping off of social media. A lot of people are, are turning their backs on big tech. You know, they're pissed off about what Facebook did, uh, what Twitter did, what Instagram did to Trump and, you know, many other people who have been silenced, who have been shadow banned and stuff like that. So a lot of people are turning away from the major tech corporations and the major tech social media platforms. So once they leave, they're not having that data. They're not able to follow them as much. So how can you still follow people who don't want to have a Facebook account, who don't want to have a Twitter account, who don't want to be on social media, period? You can follow them by ushering out this vaccine passport and being able to track them and know about them and know who's in your society via that. So, I mean, it's going to be to the point where homeless people will have a vaccine passport to prove that they were vaccinated. So it's very scary because we've seen this play out in movies, in cartoons like X-Men Days of Futures Past, when everybody was lining up to try and get the vaccine. You know, so we've seen everything play out in the movies. But like the old saying goes, Truth is often stranger than fiction. You know, and a lot of this predictive programming is now manifesting and coming to life. And it's just a trip to watch it. And I don't think that people are seeing the big picture. I see just people arguing over, oh, well, you got the vaccine, you're a sheep. Well, I didn't get it. I'm about that life. It's not about that. I want you guys to look at the big picture, which is that passport that's coming down the pipeline and the fact that they can close you out of certain fractions in society and say, hey, you don't have the vaccine. You're not eligible to come in here. You're not eligible for help. You can only go to this particular supermarket. They're going to make it so uncomfortable for the folks who don't have it that eventually they will go and get it. So it's going to be very interesting to see what the rest of this year brings. But yeah, it's been a lot going on and it's very stressful sometimes when you just really sit and think about everything. It's like, I just want things to go back to normal. I hate the fact that these kids are so conditioned to wear masks and you can't see people's beautiful smiles, and it's hard to get a full feel of their energy. I hate walking in crowds and half of people's faces is covered, and I'm seeing people out here more angry. I, I, I swear I've seen about four or five fights 
just since I've been in Florida, people arguing on the beach, cussing each other out, people getting into it in the hotels. It's crazy. It's like everybody's on pins and needles and it's just really sad. You know, I just, sometimes I just wish we could go back to 2019 before all this stuff happens, but you know, there is no going back. So the only thing we can do is just, is be very vigilant, be very open about what's coming down the pipeline and have those discussions and be there for each other. Because a lot of this stuff is very worrisome, but I'm glad that I have a platform like Discord and, and the podcast where I can talk about the things on my mind. And I also have a platform for you all to come on there and speak your mind and talk about the things that are bothering you guys. And it's just really turned into family. So I just thank you guys for that. So I'm about to go ahead and get up out of here. But once again, thank you so much for just taking time out to listen and to support my podcast. It means a lot to me. So you guys have a good day. I'll talk to you guys later. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.